I want to just take a moment and welcome all of our family, all of our friends, literally all over the world. We had people watching our service last Sunday from 34 different states around our country and many other, other countries from all over the world. And uh, I'm not going to lie to you, it's a bit daunting speaking to an empty auditorium. <laughs> but I want you to know today that you are loved and I want you to know that you are missed. And I speak for our family, I speak for our staff when I say that to you, we miss you, we truly miss you. Well, over the past several weeks, we've been in a series walking through the book of 1 John called Thrive. And it's no accident that God led us last summer to put this series on the schedule for this time because we certainly had no idea back last summer, uh, as none of us did, that we would be going through a, a global pandemic. But we know that God did. And he knew that we would need the words of this amazing book for this very uncertain time. See, back when 1 John was, was written in the early, to the early Christians of 60, 65 AD, um, the Christians during that time, they were living in, in some scary, fearful, uncertain times. There was not a global pandemic going on uh, connected to something called coronavirus. But the early church was facing a lot of, uh, of the same emotions that many people are dealing with today. These, these early believers were, uh, were being heavily persecuted for following Jesus. There was a, a lot of misinformation and false teaching floating around about who Jesus was. So there was this, there was this just widespread um, epidemic of, of discouragement and fear going on. These were, these were uncertain, shaky times for those who were followers of Jesus. There was worry, there was anxiety, there was stress, there was doubt, there was unbelief. And so as a result, these early Christians were no longer thriving in their relationship with Jesus. They were just surviving, just barely surviving. These were uncertain, difficult times. This was a time of crisis. This was a time when the faith of God's people was, was being tested and tried. But it was also a time when God was moving in a powerful way. God's church was expanding exponentially. Christianity was on the move. People were leaving idolatry. They were leaving pagan worship. They were leaving their false gods. They were leaving their sinful lifestyles. They were leaving religious tradition to discover a genuine relationship with Jesus Christ. And in the midst of this, John, the author of this book, John, wanted his readers to have confidence that God was moving even though it was hard to see it at times. He wanted them to know that lives were being changed. People were being delivered from sin. Real hope was being found in Christ alone. And so John wanted these believers to have confidence. He wanted them to have confidence during these shaky, turbulent, uncertain times that he wanted them to know that they were not alone, that they hadn't been abandoned by God and that God had not been caught off guard or even surprised by what they were dealing with. He had not left them on earth to simply survive difficult times. He had actually given them everything they needed to thrive. And I want you to know the same is true for you today. This coronavirus pandemic has created a lot of fear and anxiety and stress in people all over the world. These are uncertain times. But this is a moment for the followers of Jesus to shine. God has, God has put an opportunity in front of us to show the world what genuine, authentic faith really looks like. And here's the truth. We're, we're all being squeezed right now. The question is, as, as you're being squeezed, what's coming out of you? Is it fear or is it faith? Is it, is it hope or is it despair? Is it, is it confidence or is it distressed? 
I like what author Richard Blackaby says. He, he says, historically, God has accomplished much of his greatest work in the midst of crisis. These are uncertain days. Refuse to be driven by fear. He says, rather than have faith, rather have faith that God continues to steadily accomplish his purpose in the midst of our troubled circumstances. This right now, this is a time for the children of God to anchor our faith in Jesus and to refuse to be shaken. This is a time for us to find our confidence in God during these uncertain times and to let the world know it, to shout about it. One of the main reasons that John wrote this letter was because there, 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 was, there was false teachers popping up everywhere preaching false information about Jesus. They were teaching that Jesus became the Christ the moment that he was baptized and that he stopped being the Christ at the moment that he was crucified. Now think for just a moment about the confusion and the chaos that this kind of teaching stirred up amongst all of these young believers who are reading this letter and who are, who are in this period of time. And if you believed that kind of false teaching, then you actually believe that there was no virgin birth, that, that Jesus did not live a sinless life, that, that all, 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 all was lost at the cross and that there was no power in the resurrection. So imagine how this type of teaching causes people's faith to waver how it caused all kinds of fear and uncertainty, how it caused people to, to lose hope and how it shook their confidence. So I want you to listen to what John writes in 1 John chapter 4, verse 1. He says, Beloved, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits to see whether they are from God. For many false prophets have gone out into the world. And then he says this, By this you know the Spirit of God. Every spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is from God, and every spirit that does not confess Jesus is not from God. Listen, John's, John's directions were clear to these second and third century Christians. He said, listen, don't believe everything you hear from every teacher. And then he says, test the spirits to see whether their teaching is actually from God. Now, here's how you know. Here's how you know someone is actually preaching the truth concerning Jesus. Here's how you know. Do they preach that Jesus was born of a virgin and lived a sinless life? Was, was Jesus God in the flesh? Is he the eternal son of God? Do they teach that, that, that faith alone in Jesus Christ for salvation is the only way that we can have forgiven, uh, forgiveness and, and true uh, eternal security? Or, or are they adding works into the mix? Is that teacher putting Jesus at the center of their teaching and at the head of their ministry? Or is, is that teacher all about making a name for himself or trying to create a platform for themselves? See, authentic teachers who are motivated by the spirit of truth confess faith alone in Jesus. But those who, who don't are being, they're being used by Satan, even to this day, to create confusion and chaos and uncertainty. See, here, here's the truth about Jesus. Here's what you need to know. He is the unique eternal son of God who offers salvation from sin only by grace through faith in him alone. He, listen, he was not just a man who became God. He is the God man. He came to earth and limited himself because he had a human body, but he was limitless because he was God. His mother gave birth to him because he was a man, but God created her because he is God. And I love what Tony Evans says. He says, he went to sleep because he's a man, but he commanded the wind and waves to go to sleep because he is God. Listen, during uncertain times like this, and the uncertain times that, that, 
maybe in our future. The truth about the uniqueness of Jesus must be your spiritual foundation. He has to be the rock of your life right now. He must be the anchor that holds your life in place or you're gonna be tossed all over the place every time tough winds blow in your life. Well, how do you make sure that your confidence stays in Jesus? And, and what are the resources that are available to us who, who, who know Jesus Christ personally as our Lord and Savior? Here's what John tells us. He tells us how we can have confidence during uncertain times. He says, first of all, we can rely on the power of the Holy Spirit. When you experience saving faith, in other words, you become a child of God by placing your faith and your trust alone in Jesus Christ for forgiveness and salvation, you are at that very moment, you are permanently indwelled by the Holy Spirit. God's, God's Holy Spirit takes up residency inside of you. And when he does that, I want you to know he brings his power with him. 1 John chapter 4, verse 4 says, Little children, you are from God and have overcome them, for he who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. In other words, because we belong to God, we have overcome anything that this world throws our way. We are overcomers, and nothing can separate us from his love. For anyone that, is, that has ever gone scuba diving before, they, they know that there's a certain amount of, of risk that divers face before they go into the, into the waters. And one of those risks involves pressure. The tremendous pressure at the ocean's depths can, can, can actually crush a human diver. And centuries ago, it was discovered that if you descended into the ocean's depths inside uh, what was called a, a pressurized diving bell, that the bell would actually fill up with breathable oxygen, uh, oxygen as it pushed pressure outward to protect you from destruction. See, when a Christian goes through tough, uncertain times, they're going to experience extreme pressure, especially as they go deeper. I mean, we can't prevent that. But we don't have to fear because the pressure inside of you is greater than the pressure that is on you. Here's what the Holy Spirit is doing in our lives during times of uncertainty. He is giving us the power to live out God's commands. John writes this in, in, in 1 John 3, 23. He says, and this is his commandment, that we believe in the name of his son Jesus Christ and love one another just as he has commanded us. Here's the, here are the two commands that the Apostle John had in mind when, 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 when he was writing this. That, that we would find our assurance and our confidence in our relationship with Jesus Christ alone and that we would love one another. Listen, during this season where, where the world is losing hope and they're, they're desperately looking for answers everywhere, John says right here that, that what the Holy Spirit is empowering the true believers of Jesus to do at this very moment is to anchor our faith in Jesus and to love people, to love one another. Listen, this is our moment to show the world that the spirit that lives inside of us is greater than the spirit that is out there in the world. The spirit inside of us is greater than our fears. It is greater than our doubts. It's greater than our, than our uncertainties. It's greater than whatever bad news may come next. How do we prove that we actually believe that? We find our confidence in Jesus and we, we turn ourselves inside out and we love people. How do I find the strength to do that? Listen, you have it through the power of the Holy Spirit living inside of your life. When you put your faith and trust in Jesus alone, you were indwelt with the Holy Spirit and he brought every bit of power with him. You say, how can I know this to be true? Well, in 1 John chapter 3, verse 24, John writes, and by this, 
By this, by, by this indwelling of the Holy Spirit, we know that he abides in us by the Spirit whom he has given us. In other words, he is producing inside of us at this very moment assurance and confidence and faith in the goodness of God. The Holy Spirit is the one that continuously points our hearts and our minds to the fact that God is good even during the most uncertain of times and that he's a good father who actually truly loves his children and always has their best in mind. Listen, the Holy Spirit, he's inspiring us to be bold for Christ. He is empowering us to live righteously. He is convicting us of sin. He is comforting us as we go through trials. He is holding our salvation secure until we get to heaven. And at this very moment, he has given us peace. John, uh, Jesus said this to his, his disciples in John chapter 14, verse 27. He said, peace I leave with you. My peace I give you. I do not give to you as the world gives. He says, do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. He says, because I'm, I'm, I'm bringing peace and peace would come in the form of a Holy Spirit. But the Holy Spirit is also our helper and he is the one that is helping us during these uncertain times. But I love this. He's also giving us hope so that we can bring hope to others. In Romans chapter 15, the apostle Paul prays that we would overflow with the hope of the power of the Holy Spirit. In other words, the Holy Spirit is giving us the power to be ambassadors of hope. And people more than ever in this world right now, they need hope. Listen, we can have confidence during uncertain times because the spirit that lives in us is greater than the spirit that is in the world. And then John says this in 1 John chapter 4, verse 6. He says, we are from God. We are from God. Whoever knows God listens to us. Whoever is not from God does not listen to us. By this, we know the spirit of truth and the spirit of air. John says, listen, during these uncertain times, not only can we rely on the power of the Holy Spirit, he says, but we can rest in knowing that we belong to God. We belong to the Father. He is ours and we are his. Listen, a few summers ago, I developed pneumonia uh, and it was one of the, the sickest I'd ever been in my life. And, and I was prescribed some, some really strong medicine that actually made some things worse for me. And it was a tough moment. And uh, I remember one of our elders told me, he said, listen, pastor, this is probably gonna hang on for a little while. And I was just thinking, you know, two or three weeks and I'll be over this. This thing held on to me for six months. And I'll be honest, I had moments during those six months where I was, I was a bit scared. There, there was some fear that came inside of me. And during that time, there was a song by a guy named Brett Stanfill who actually led worship for some of our earlier rush camps, who is not a, now a part of the North Point worship team here in Atlanta. And he wrote a song that just ministered to me in a powerful way called Sons and Daughters. And I'm gonna read a, a few of the lyrics to you right now. It says, before he spoke creation, the God of heaven knew our name. And he formed in his reflection, we are his glory on display. And his heart is good and he is always kind. With the, cro with the cross he proved, he is on our side. We are the sons, we are the daughters of God. No matter where we go, we're close to the Father's heart. And though we stumble, he will not let us fall because we are the Lord's and he will never forsake his own. We are the sons and we are the daughters of God. And I love the bridge. He says, when the lies speak louder than the truth, remind me that I belong to you. And when I can't see past the dark of night, remind me 
that you're always by my side. Westridge family and friends, listen. We can have confidence during the most uncertain of times because the one who is in you, the one who is living inside of you, the Holy Spirit of God is greater than the one who is in the world. We have the power of the Holy Spirit living inside of us and we belong to the Father. Wherever you are right now in in your living room, maybe in your home office, maybe you have your family all gathered around you, maybe you're with some members of your small group, maybe you're sitting by yourself somewhere and you're feeling just distraught and you're feeling distressed and there's fear that maybe's crept into your life. I just want you to, I want you just to bow your head for just a moment. There's people all over the place that, that may be watching this and maybe this has been a moment in your life where you've realized, man, I've been far away from God. I've struggled. I've gotten caught up in some things in the world. I've gotten caught up in just letting my mind be focused on other things outside of God, but God has been drawing me back to himself. And this is a moment right now for you just to come back to him, come back to the Father, come back to, to his, into his presence, into fellowship with him. This book of 1 John is all about being in fellowship with God, walking with Jesus. And I want you to know that God welcomes you back with open arms. And if there's some things in your life that some sinful things that you just need to repent of and just confess to him, this is a moment to do this, to rededicate yourself, to repent of things, to to come back to living for him, walking in fellowship with him. He He wants to walk closely with you during this time. So all you need to do is just confess those things to the Lord and just allow him to receive you back into fellowship with him. Rededicate yourself. For some of you, you may be sitting by yourself or in the midst of others and you realize at this very moment that you've never put your faith and trust in Jesus Christ alone to be your personal Lord and Savior. And this is a moment for you to do this. If you've never done that before, right where you are, I want you just to pray with me in your heart to say, Lord Jesus, at this very moment, in the midst of all of this uncertainty, in this moment where the world is gripped by fear and worry and doubt and anxiety, I put my faith in you alone. And I ask you to be my personal Lord and Savior. What Jesus did for me on the cross was enough. Jesus, you're not just, you weren't just God, you weren't just man, you were the God man. You came in flesh. But at the very same time, you walked around as God, limitless in your power. And Lord, this morning I put all my faith and my trust in you. What you did for me on the cross was enough to save me of all of my sins. And so right now, I ask you for forgiveness and I receive you into my life to be my savior. Father, we thank you for this moment that we've had to worship you. We thank you for this moment where we've had a chance to open up your word and to hear the truth of your word. We are the sons. Lord, we are the daughters of God. And I thank you that during these uncertain times, Lord, we don't have to look far for you. Lord, when the lies are speaking louder in our minds and the truth, continuously remind us, Lord, that we belong to you. And when the things in front of us, Lord, seem dark and we don't know what to do next, remind us that you're always by our side. We thank you today, not only for the power of the Holy Spirit that lives inside of us, but for the truth that we anchor our lives in. We belong to you today. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen.